This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Supreme Court has blocked the COVID-19 vaccine or testing requirement for large workplaces, offering a win to a coalition backed by food organizations. The ruling holds up implementation of the mandate while a lower court challenge takes place. The court sided with a coalition of groups that includes food organizations, including the Food Industry Association, the International Food Service Distributors Association, American Bakers Association, and National Association of Convenience Stores. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. $225 million is on the table for public-private partnerships that advance conservation goals. USDA announced the funding today through the Regional Conservation Partnership Program, Created in the 2014 Farm Bill, that program is designed to match public and private dollars for conservation projects and has done just that in all 50 states since its inception. According to USDA, nearly $3 billion has been invested through both government and private funds in 579 RCPP projects. 408 of those projects are currently active. The application window is open through April 13th. There's more in our story on agripulse.com. The leader of the nation's largest farm organization says border security concerns need to be handled separately from ag labor conversations. Previous attempts at ag labor reform have been stifled by the desires of many on Capitol Hill to approach the issue comprehensively rather than through a piecemeal approach. But American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duval says producers can't wait for a grand legislative bargain. We need to focus on agriculture, food production, and national security. And what does that mean within the workforce of American agriculture? And if we could ever get them to wake up and realize that, you know, yeah, we need immigration reform. Of course we do. And yes, we need a solution to the border crisis. But the two aren't connected. The two are totally different. He says the American consumer wants to see producers have a reliable workforce. They want to feel in their heart that America has the policies that provide the food, the workers that's going to deliver safe and abundance of food to their families at an affordable price. And we can't continue to do that without a good program that's affordable because our farms have to be sustainable all along the way. While the organization may be pushing for ag labor solutions, it stands opposed to the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, which passed the House last year and awaits action in the Senate. The group says the bill's reforms to the H-2A visa program are insufficient to solve the needs of producers. Finally today, the nation's corn growers say a new study underscores their concern about the prices of some key inputs. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. A new study shows tariffs on imports could make fertilizer prices spike, even though farmers have already seen a dramatic increase in input cost over the last year. The National Corn Growers Association and some state affiliates commissioned a study conducted by researchers at Texas A&M University. The study found fertilizer costs tend to go up when corn revenues increase and prices tend to go up exponentially even after accounting for natural gas prices and higher demand. NCGA president and Iowa farmer Chris Edgington says the increase in fertilizer cost is not just a supply and demand problem but also a tariff issue. And tariffs raise the price on all products, period. Um, it's not just the imported stuff. It raises the price on everything. So there, there is definitely a correlation of, of those tariffs on phosphates also raising the price 
um, because they did create supply challenges. Edgington has one request to fertilizer companies. We're just asking that these companies keep us out of their trade disputes, and they do everything possible to keep their products available and affordable for family farms. You can learn more about the study in Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Whether it's food for your family, cotton for your shirts, or biofuel for your car, America's farmers and ranchers provide it all and more. Support them by joining your local Farm Bureau. Learn more at fb.org join. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.